Welcome to Rich Track by Track, I'm your host Dan, and today we'll be talking about Clouds from Artificial Age. Uh, recorded sometime in 2014 at Paisley Park and released on the 30th of September 2014. Uh, it was also released as a single in September 2014 before the uh, before the album came out um, with some very kind of basic artwork. Uh, although it was not eligible for charts uh, anywhere, it was just basically released as like a, a promotional uh, a promotional single so that uh, European radio stations could play the song. Uh, on the track, we have Prince, uh, we have the very English Leanna Le Havis, and we have <laughs> Joshua Welton. And the track is 4 minutes 34, and joining me to talk about today is Antu. Hello, Antu. Oh, uh, hey, Darren. Uh, I think this might be the uh, kind of the only involvement of any English people on any Prince songs. Is, <laughs> really? Uh, what? Leanne Le Havis, yeah, I can't think of any other artist. Isn't that, Tina Eason like she's Scottish, isn't she? Or yeah, it doesn't really count, does it? Because it's you know it's a country that wants to be independent from us. Um, <laughs> Some like old school colony beef here. Yeah. That's why. That's why I said English, <laughs> not uh, not British. Yep. But yeah, Leanne Le Havis, uh, she her voice appears on a few tracks on this album. Um, she uh, is the kind of connective tissue for. Um, the, uh, I don't know what to call them, like the kind of segues and the kind of the concept, uh, which later on, uh, you know, we'll talk about it because obviously this, it, like kind of the, the basic gist of it is, is in this song. And the first two words that she speaks uh, in the little kind of segue in the middle of this song uh, form a remix of a song that appears <laughs> on the next album, which I'll talk about once I get to that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I would say this is kind of, uh, you know, a simple kind of, uh, rock ballad, um, would be how I'd classify it. <laughs> a rock ballad? Come on. There's like barely any guitar in this. Like, I would say like, it's a kind of funky, jazzy, like future sci-fi pop song. Like. Okay. That seems like a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, like, I mean, I would say ballad because it's Prince giving out sexual advice, uh, which, you know, the, the chorus is the main formation of that, where he yeah. says, you should never underestimate the power of a kiss on the neck when she doesn't expect. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every time you catch her singing in the shower, you should go and get a flower. <laughs> don't matter what the hour, just rub it on her back. I love rub that. Rub it on her back. I love that line. Like, as in, doesn't matter what flowers they are, like, rub it on this person's back without their consent. Yeah, just just go out and grab a handful of thistles and just start rubbing it on her back. Um, like, maybe yeah. know her allergy, like, history. Like, <laughs> like I, come on, Prince. Yeah, you should never underestimate the power of a full medical history before you get involved with someone, I Yeah, guess, if you're going to be spontaneous, there. know your allergies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Plan everything out. That is that is pretty much Prince's. Yeah, I don't know. I love that chorus. Mm -hmm. I, I love the like kind of the the way they hit the different. You know, you should never underestimate the power. Singing in the shower, go and get a flower, no matter what the hour. Like mm -hmm. it's just the the way that Prince kind of hits those cadences is pretty cool. And obviously, uh, Leanne is also kind of doing back in vocals mm -hmm. for pretty much most of the song. 
Um, and then, you know, there's later on, there's a whole thing of, uh, you know, life's a stage in this brand new age. She does, she does like, she has like a little solo on the bridge before it goes into the, you know, the kind of uh, the talky segue. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, uh, to, towards the end, we then we get a variation on the chorus, which we'll talk about once we get to those lines, because I do kind of love, um, you know, how this how the song kind of has this outro that, that kind of varies things up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I I really enjoy just Prince giving people advice, and I like how Prince seems. I mean, you know, because obviously I'm guessing around the grounds of Paisley Park there would be many flowers <laughs> that would be you know kept in season, depending on on you know what season it was. Uh, obviously, once the snow is all gone, because uh, as we know, sometimes it snows in April. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, once 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 the snow is all off the flowers, I like the idea of Prince just being like, I'm popping out to Paisley Park Garden just to clip a couple of flowers so I can rub them on someone's back. Uh, do you live in like a really green area? Because I would have to probably walk like a few blocks to find some flowers yeah well i mean i mean i've got a lawn right. um and there's there's a park at the end of my road so um and uh over, over where i used to live at my mom's they they plant daffodils every single year on this little, little bank mm-hmm. so if i wanted to go grab some daffodils i could you know while i was at my mom's i could pretty much go and do that but yeah i i i don't know i just kind of i like i just like the way that prince kind of has all these nice easy rhymes mm-hmm. uh, but also kind of sets the stage you know this person is singing in the shower so that's uh <laughs> no matter what the hour that's the perfect time to go and get a flower um, I do I do like know. that image of like yeah catching someone singing in the shower it's like a sweet image and you know we then get this kind of uh I, I don't know the the kind of the, the verses I, uh-huh. I mean there's only really one full verse I would say um you know uh, where where it's like in this brand new age we do everything quick fast in a hurry uh, all of our lives are stage, everybody stars, reality so blurry, mm-hmm. uh, which I think they're trying to make a rhyme with hurry, but it's a little bit of a weird rhyme. Uh, and then, I don't know, we have this nice little interaction with the If You Screamed Out Loud, loud. Now, when he did the performance live on SNL, yeah. when he did the If You Screamed Out Loud, obviously it's, you know, it's there for the crowd to scream at. Which um, was, I, you know. me watching that, I was like, that's in, what he what he does is like, If You Screamed Out Loud, and like, lifts his finger while pointing at the audience and they're screaming i'm like that's incredible like they're like really into Uh, it but but that uh, but that the thing is when prince records lines like that it's obvious what he has in mind he's like when i do this live i'm gonna point (laughs) at this moment and when i say if you scream out loud like that's you know um and he says top of your voice wouldn't be higher than the crowd uh, tattoo less and proud. I don't know if I don't know what Prince is going on about there. Like that seems a little bit like very. He has a very specific thing. I was just thinking like yes, tattoo less and proud. He's like this whole verse is about how like artificial everything is. I suppose which is like the name of the album. But like yeah, like we live in an age where everything's about connecting to things quickly and. We're all on social media, and every, we all have tattoos, don't we, Darren? Like, yes, many, so many. It's it's kind of crazy. Now I'm regretting this full back <laughs> thing that I've got of Paisley Park. I mean, uh, complete with flowers. It just seems it seems like it's a big mistake now that Prince would not approve. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what the whole tattoo listen proud thing is. I I I guess maybe there's just a little bit. I don't know that Jehovah's Witnesses are against tattoos. I know that obviously. You know, there's an issue with certain burials if you if you're Jewish and you have mm-hmm. tattoos. So I I don't know if there's there's an extension of that. But I I do think it's a commentary on how like common like tattoos have become. You know, like it used to be like semi rebellious, yeah. and now like you know I can imagine Prince like sort of taking like a stance of aesthetic purity. Like, hey, I've got no tattoos, and 
I kept it pure, kids. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, he then tells us we're getting high on something that doesn't require clouds. And I don't know if I'm... Uh, uh, even though I do kind of... <laughs> he says, no, we don't need no clouds. No. Um, so so I'm, I'm not sure what the clouds... I'm guessing he's talking about clouds of smoke, mm-hmm. um, which I'm guessing... I, I don't know. It feels like this is in a really roundabout way a shot at SoundCloud rappers kind of about a year before that phenomenon actually took hold. It, it could be um, like also about the cloud in the internet. Like, you know, like we don't need to be distracted by all this technology, kids. Also, stop smoking that reefer. Well, I mean, given how far sometimes Prince was behind on technology, I feel like he would be complaining about the iCloud in sometime in like 2025. But um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess, calling it clouds as well, the name of the song, and then saying we don't need no clouds. It's kind of weird. It's like one of those things where you expect it to be about, you know, uh, the suit that Prince wore in the Raspberry Beret video, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, the clouds. But instead, it's 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 him condemning something. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, so I, I I like when he does that with the titles, where it's like, oh, this is not quite what I was expecting this song to be about. I I do like the use of the word cloud to like describe something like drug smoke you know basically like because it's like whimsical and like the word cloud rather than like a puff of smoke is cloud is whimsical and romantic and you can i don't know it it takes the harshness out of like he's not condemning smoking weed he's just kind of yeah we don't need it yeah obviously later on we learned the prince was high on something else but you know that was that was not recreational um, yeah, so you know, we get we get to kind of I, I I don't know if I can even call it a second verse, but the the you know the I'm gonna give you something, baby, but I wonder does it even really matter if it ain't on the stage? Mm-hmm. If it ain't on the stage, I don't think it really matters in this brand new age. Um, you know, so again, this this idea of um, you know if it's not in public, and I'm mm-hmm. guessing this is where Prince is kind of talking about you know I don't know Instagram, Snapchat, uh, you know Facebook, MySpace, yeah, uh, Bebo. You know all the all the usuals. Um, you know everything that the kids are using these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, WhatsApp. You know if if it isn't TikTok musically, if it isn't if it isn't on <laughs> you know a stage, which I'm guessing at this point Prince probably would also include anything to do with the internet. I I, I feel it's interesting like that the idea of like Prince who has like a huge public who had a huge public platform and a literal stage is complaining about people. <laughs> kind of like having access to some form of media representation even if it's like you know banal like in in a way with facebook and twitter and all that stuff yeah and also third eye girl you know had like a twitter account and a youtube account so <laughs> like but i i guess prince is saying become super famous uh you know during the 70s and 80s when record sales would be enough to set you up for the rest of your life and like, once you're that famous then you're allowed to go onto social media and you know perform <laughs> stuff i don't know like it does seem like it is kind of condemning people, you know. This this is a guy who basically found his fame when he was a teenager. So mm-hmm. for him to then condemn, you know, I'm guessing teenagers, although, you know, the, the kind of tattoo line and, you know, the clouds thing makes me think he's probably aiming at slightly higher than teenagers. Um, yeah, it would be like young adults. Yeah. <laughs> young adults who, who can legally get tattoos and stuff, so forth. <laughs> yeah, apart from, you know, aside from all those tweens who have like the, uh, you know, they shave the eyebrows off and they've got peace on one side and love on the other. I, I yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think he's kind of condemning people for doing stuff that he as a teenager would have done himself. Had Prince been kind of famous 
it, you know, yeah, like at today. That age, yes. Yeah. He would. There's no way that you wouldn't have had Prince like on YouTube being discovered by somebody, you know, as a teenager like mm-hmm. that. That. But then for him to kind of condemn it. But then you know we get a little bit of an expansion on that from Leanne where she <laughs> says, uh, "When life's a stage in this brand new age, how do we engage?" <laughs> but, by the way, you kind of like you're underselling like how much of like a british interlude this is it's like <laughs> it's like so american like before and then you're like why is there like this really super english voice in a prince song well you know she's been there all along you just haven't heard it yet um and <laughs> then this is the whole thing of bullying just for fun no wonder there's so many guns maybe we're better off in space <laughs> i feel like that solution at the end does not really address the first two um but yeah so you know uh as as the current first lady of america would say be best um, you know, stop bullying people online. Um, and then also mm-hmm. that leads to people taking up arms. I don't think that's a fair assessment of most of the school shootings. I think, you know, in terms of the school shootings, the idea that it's it's always the kid who was bullied who goes and kills people with their gun is, I don't know, it's, it's something that I think has been thoroughly debunked by most people now. I, I, I hear, I, I agree. Like, there's this, like, I feel like there's the soft, like, I, I like the idea of Prince trying to get serious about certain things, but this kind of just seems like reading headlines and fi- basically finding simple rhymes, like bullying yeah. just for fun. <laughs> no wonder <laughs> there's so many guns and kind of like, okay, okay, Dad, we get it. it almost el- element to it. Yeah, and maybe we are better off in space. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like it offers a complete solution to things, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some of the maybe if those some of those kids who've been bullied in shut up schools, if they'd been offered like a free ticket to space, maybe they would have. Uh, I don't know. You, I guess you can't take guns in space because if you shoot them, I think have... having the song being about the busyness of the world and then and then ending on the line, hey, maybe we would be better off in space. But then like those two lines about bullying and gun violence, it just like pushes it over like the cliff. Into like, okay, this is kind of getting ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does kind of veer off, and then we get the kind of the concept of the album, uh, <laughs> which we've sort of had a little bit of in the opening track, but not a huge amount. It didn't really set the mm-hmm. stage in the same way. Here we get this. You know, Leanne. She she says, "Mr. Nelson, Mr. Nelson, can you hear my voice?" And uh, I don't know. I love it when people refer to Prince as Mr. Nelson. Like, it's probably my favorite thing in the world because it's like, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> this is one of the, the best parts of the song. Like, as in, like, yeah. for, like, <laughs> this is really, like, funny. And, yeah, just it is really quaint hearing someone call Prince Mr. Nelson. Yeah, he's, I mean, the thing is he has in the past when he, you know, when he had the whole thing with, with Warner Brothers, there were, mm. there were kind of places that stopped calling him Prince but insisted on calling him Mr. Nelson. <laughs> and you know he's never been a fan of that um, also it's kind mm-hmm. of telling you know like until his until his after his dad's death he never kind of really ever referred to himself as Mr. Nelson like on any songs and then mm-hmm. you know following his dad's death I think you know he was kind of comfortable maybe with calling himself Mr. Nelson but yeah I do love this I love that like in the kind of whatever futuristic thing we're in here you know 45 years into the future um, you know from from what 2014 so what are we in the year I don't know 2059 something like that um, so in 2059 Prince awakes and he's being addressed as Mr. Nelson <laughs> for some reason that's that's because in this scenario he's like a customer you know what i mean he's like he's a client like he's not prince anymore like it's in the future yeah like hey you it does kind of pay for this service prince like we're just gonna (laughs) treat you like anyone else 
it does kind of bring to mind uh, the end of Vanilla Sky, um, where Tom Cruise's character, you know, has been, you know, experiencing lucid dreams. And, you know, he has the choice to wake up at the end and mm-hmm. experience the actual future that he's in rather than this kind of fantasy world that he's been living in. Um, and obviously it finishes with the with the phrase, open your eyes. Uh, and this is what this reminds me of. It reminds me of like, <laughs> you know, maybe Prince has been experiencing this kind of weird virtual reality world for like, you know, 40 years. And then they're like, hold on a second. You know, this is the this is merely a dream world. Um, you know, you now have the choice to to wake up. Um, and they explain, you know, we know that you're a bit groggy and you're probably going to find it hard to speak, but don't try to talk or process too much now. We just want to no- let you know that the medication you were given has put you in a suspended animation for quite some time. <laughs> and I like I like how, um, I, I mean, I love how Leanne Le Havis says the words for yeah. quite some time. And then mm. kind of, there's a little tiny break as the because the music is still playing underneath this. Yeah. And then she goes, well, in fact, about 45 years, which suggests that Prince has asked how long. And that's, you know, that's what she states. And then she says, but where you are now is a place that doesn't require time. That's saying you are completely safe and we are here to help you. And I don't know, I, I just kind of <laughs> love this. This this concept then gets expanded later on through Affirmation 1 mm-hmm. and 2 and Way Back Home and then Affirmation 3. So they, they kind of bookend, which, you know, bookends the album um, after this kind of 1-2 of Artificial Cajun Clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I the think the thing that I love about this is... You know, it allows me to picture a world where Prince is alive in 45 years time and yes. you know, waking up from this kind of virtual reality uh, where wherein his, you know, his fake self has died. And that is that's what happened in 2016, not his real death. Um, I don't know. It kind of, it's it's one of, it's kind of one of my favorite things about this album is just this weird reassurance that Prince was so sure that he'd still be alive in the year, you know, 2060, basically. Um, yeah. You know, so and in fact, you know, 45 years from 2014 would have been uh, Prince's 100th birthday. So, wow, he's imagining himself being 100, basically, uh, which I don't know. I, I kind of love that idea. I just I just love the idea of Prince still being alive. And that's what this song always kind of brings to me. It's like, you know, Prince will wake up. Don't worry about it. Like in 40 years time, Prince will be awake again. Uh, you know, and then we go back to you know you should never underestimate the power of a kiss on the neck, which I, I don't know. I just kind of love how it goes back to the chorus, um, and then it finishes with this repetition of "It's in my power to love you." It's in my power to love mm-hmm. you up. Like there's just those repetition of those two lines um, is how the song kind of finishes. Um, and I don't know. I just everything about this song is is kind of fun. Uh, when they when they performed it live on SNL, they they didn't do the chorus to start off with. They 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 kind of they started with the first you know with the verse, um, and then mm-hmm. they went to the chorus a couple of times before uh, breaking into you know plectrum electric the bridge. Well, they go to the bridge, yeah. and then they go into yeah, and then they kind of they cut it off to go into plectrum electrum. Uh, yep. and, and Prince's puzzled look as his guitar has not been plugged in, uh, which I'm sure then turns into him looking daggers at his guitar tech, being like, "What on earth have you done to me?" And also, you are fired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't hand me a guitar that I that I can't hear myself play. You know, I'm Prince. As soon as the guitar is in my hand, I need to hear the sound coming from it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Five out of five. Great song. Love it. I, I will give it four and a half out of five personally, but yes, it is a really great song and really fun. Everyone enjoys a British sci-fi monologue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, never underestimate the power on two. That's what I'm saying of clouds. 
which is weird because, like I said, like the the whole, you know, we're getting high on something that doesn't require clouds. No, we don't need no clouds. No, that is the only time that clouds is mentioned in the entire song. Um, you know, the phrase Mr. Nelson appears more often than the words clouds, um, you know, and I'm, I'm guessing like if Prince hadn't been doing albums where he was trying to just use one word titles, he might have called this something like a kiss on the neck. But you know, as that phrase is repeated like 14, oh, 15 rub on the, times. Rub it on the back. Yeah. Rub it on the back twice. <laughs> yeah, just rub it on the back. I mean, you know, it's something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, the only the only kind of like, well, I mean, you know, Prince performed this a little bit before Artificial Age came out, um, you know, in, two, in a, kind of earlier in 2014. Uh, and then obviously the, you know, the Saturday Night Light performance is kind of like the, you know, the more well-known performance. And then the final time that he played it was the 9th of April, 2015. Um, so, you know, mm. more than a year before his death. Uh, but yeah, I mean, officially this was kind of part of the pre-order downloads that you could get if you pre-ordered the album. Um, you know, so about a month before the album came out, you could have had this as like a, a pre-order download. But, you know, it was clear that this was like, you know, one of the tracks that Prince had been working on for a little bit throughout 2014 before it find its way onto the uh, onto the album, um, you know. And of course, this was kind of recorded around the same time as Affirmation 1 and 2 and Way Back Home when Affirmation 3 were all kind of recorded, uh, you know, as Leanne the Havis is pretty much only on those songs. You know, there's like literally like four songs that she's on. <laughs> and, you know, that was pretty much it. Uh, although if you want to feel super old, um, bear in mind that she was born uh, roughly two months after the Batman album came out. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when Prince released Batman, she was not even alive. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like we said about as much as we can about Clouds. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug onto? Uh, yeah, just follow me on my Twitter at AntuComedy. That's spelled A-N-H-T-U, the word comedy. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Drive by Track or on Twitter for Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, unless, of course, you are Leanne Havis. Then, by all means, do email at PrinceTrapByTrack at gmail.com. <laughs> thanks once more for being my guest here on 2. Uh, no problem, Darren. Uh, thanks for having me. And otherwise, never underestimate the power of saying goodbye. Uh, There's really only one destination, <laughs> and that place is you. All of it. Everything is you.